What is up, guys, and welcome back to the Sweat It Out podcast for today's vault segment, followed by my co-host, Brian Garita. And Brian, let's start it off strong. So the Supreme Court has temporarily blocked Texas social media moderation law. And basically, this is supposedly CNN is saying this, so I don't know how accurate this is, but they're saying the order is a loss for Texas. The state argued that it has... HB 20, which prohibits large social media firms from blocking, banning, or demoting posts or accounts, does not violate the First Amendment. So they're saying that blocking and banning and demoting and basically like just removing accounts does not violate the First Amendment. I think this is something here that I read that, um, and let me see here. I think this was an emergency thing that the tech industry um, basically forced this immediately, like this temporary uh, block on this. So... Um, what do you think about all this, man? So basically, they're they're trying to pr- prohibit the freedom of speech. Yeah, man. You know what we talked about this before. I think that the social media platforms have to get like decentralized, bro. Yeah, yeah. I think that it has to get to the point where it's like, you know, it can't be one way for certain people and then another way for the other. You know, where only one voice has a stronger positioning than the other. It just can't be like that. Yeah, I think you just got to remove the algorithm altogether. I think the social media should just be like a platform where everyone just, just talks. Floating. Exactly. Like in normal life. In normal life, you're not, it's not an algorithm that you live in that people are just getting thrown to you. Yeah. You accidentally fall into that stuff. if somebody throws a swing at you, you can fight them back. You can fight them back. <laughs> your digital avatar. Your digital avatar. You can fist fight your avatars. Exactly. So here, I don't know, man. I think that this could be, uh, you know, it sounds crazy, but yeah, remove the algorithm altogether. Make it better, and if people share it and it makes sense, then it's going to get promoted. If not, don't let the algorithm dictate that. Yeah, yeah. But here, and here's the thing, you know, if you look at if you look at these big tech, you know, software and and social media companies, they they're very very one way, one way in the sense of they're very they're they're very the same and they're very one way on on making sure that you only hear one side of the spectrum, which is a problem, and it's always against the other side or the other side when they come in, it's a problem, and they want to cancel that. But on this side, what says is right and what says goes. And there has to be, if there's going to be a regulation, then there needs to be a regulation on that side as well. If you want to regulate and block, you have, to reg- you have to have regulation and blocking on yourself too. It can't be on one side only. It has to be on both if that's the case. Or like you said, decentralize everything. Decentralize it, man. I think everything right now, our society is very... Uh Everything's just confusing, man. People are just walking around. They're, you know, people are shooting right now with the, with the guns, with the violence. Uh, there's a lot of, it's a weird time going on. We're in a war. Um, our president, I don't even know what's going on. Like, everyone's talking about uh, that he has dementia or something's going on with him. I don't even know. You know, it's like, out of all the people that we have in this country, out of all the great, brilliant minds, all the great companies we've created, our leadership here in this country has completely diminished. It's trash. It's trash. And it sucks because, you know, I, we live here. We're the future. And we to are. see what's going on in the, in the manipulation where our generation doesn't even trust these social media platforms. We don't even trust uh, the news outlets. We don't even trust probably each other. And there's so much. People want to say that Trump started all this. And you know what? To an extent, he brought out things that, um, 
that weren't very pleasant. You know, he, he the way he, he conducted himself, all that. Um, but look at the media now after after the fact. He's no longer in the office. Look at the things that they're doing. Yep. You know, they're they're giving you information when they want to give you information, and then they chop everything up. And even the spokespersons for the president, the spokespeople are terrible. They're terrible. So you know, how are we the leaders of the globe of the world? And we have our leadership right now that is so it's a, joke. a joke. Everything is so fragmented. There's no real um, direction. Look at gas, man. Look, I'll, and this is it another. Go eight bucks in California. Eight bucks, and and this is the issue that I have with that. So you're putting all these laws for EV, the, all this technology. The go, the country does not have the infrastructure to support all these vehicles. So, you know, how do you shut down? Our, our vital resources that we have because we produce a lot of oil in this country. So you're going to shut that down, go energy, you know, and I have no issue with EVs. They're actually more efficient than cars. Yeah, no, me either. You know, they're better and it costs less. You know, overall, an electric car is a more efficient vehicle than a gas combustion engine. That's like a fact. The issue that I'm having is they're pushing all this technology. They're pushing all these different things in, in, into our society. We don't have that there. Yet they want to go on social media and block and make this like a thing, you know, and it's, we have bigger issues going on, and I think that our our generation needs to get together instead of just being like, hey, um, I don't like this at the moment. Everybody starts posting about it. Then it gets a little bit of spotlight, and then it disappears, and people forget about it. It gets lost in the news current. Mm-hmm. So what's going on in Texas is something that people should be aware of. They should stand up, and there should be some voices here because I, I feel that, like you said, like a lot of the, a lot of people are being shunned out, and they feel that way. And it's one way. It's a one-sided thing only. And it, and it feels that way for a lot of people. Yeah, man, it feels that way. It feels that way. That's a problem. And, and, and now tying in with some of the stuff of social media, you know, you have the other problem where it's like, you know, even going back to, you know, let's say our, the President Biden, you know, they just did a, a, a scan on his account. They said practically most of his, his followers are fake bots. What does that tell you? Everything's BS, bro. Everything is manipulated. Everything is forced. It's perception. 100%. It's all forced. So you're telling me that more than half of our president's social media followers are bots. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, 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 you know. It's, That's not it, even talking about the other politicians that are out there or other people out there. Yeah, man. The, the ones that really run, run the show is, you know, the establishment, these corporations, you know, and. In some extent, yeah, rightfully so, because they're donating, giving all this money to these politicians, and at the end of the day, like, the American public needs to realize who is being beholden to, you know, who's the real ones taking the wheel. And, yeah, you know, corporations, or some corporations that stand by the people and they support, but um, at the end of the day, this, everything here is a money grab. It comes down to dollar bills. And even what's going on the, with the freedom of speech where, you know, to some extent, the Supreme Court, who knows what's going on behind the scenes there. Yeah, who knows? And at the end of the day, it's going to be to their advantage, to their play, to their agenda, to their wants, to their needs, to what works best for them. Yeah, bro, we're all numbers at the end of the day. They saw our information. We log in. Even this even this pod that we're doing, YouTube's grabbing our data, selling it, flipping it. Totally. And whatever. But I want to flip some of that money into this bank account because that's what I want. That's it. <laughs> That's what we segment. need to do, man. We need to start flipping. This is arc segment, segment. So start flipping some of that, that dinero over here, man. I know, man. I know. I'm telling you, it's, it's just crazy because, you know, what happens, too, is you get a lot of these companies, you know, the, these big tech companies, too, that, you know, they will, they will, you know, fund these politicians. 
you know they they feed them and these in these you know people in the government they take care of these, these these companies that take care of them and they take care of each other bro think think about it this guy Vesky ventura i think that's his name he he was the governor of montana or something like that up there wyoming who knows i forgot already that guy was a navy seal then was a pro wrestler and then got into some acting a little bit and then jumped and became the governor of uh of that state that i said which i'm not too sure if it's the right one but if you guys know i drop a comment what's his name uh, I think it's Jesse Ventura. Okay. I, I think so. He's a bald. He, now he's bald with like a little ponytail. But the guy, he made a statement that stuck to me. He's like, why do people raise millions of dollars for an elected position for a seat that only makes 150 grand? But yet they generate millions of dollars just to get that. It's the power. Yeah, it is. It is. It's the power. And it's, and it's, it's unfortunate, but hopefully... Let, let's see how this pans out here in Texas because it's going to have ramifications for the rest of the country. And, and just a, a little side thing, because you're, I was, uh, when you said uh, uh, this guy Ventura being, uh, you said ex, ex, uh, ex uh, Navy SEAL, yeah, ex Navy, Navy SEAL. SEAL wrestler. I was, I was thinking of now because you got this guy, uh, what's his name, uh, BJ Penn, the UFC fighter, the ex UFC fighter. He's now running for governor of Hawaii. You yeah. see that? Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. I have no idea what, what, what he stands for or, or the policies or whatever. But you know what? If he thinks that he can do change, you know, go for it. We need more people like that, everyday citizens, people who are speaking up, standing up. They're not scared, putting their voice out there. Just like we're putting our voice right up here, totally. saying our opinions, what we feel, what we think, enlightening, enlightening, you know, millions of other people that we might not even know, thousands. You know, one day we're going to have millions of followers. Yeah. And uh, an audience, but you know the seeds of tomorrow are so today. The good thing is we have we have access to more than before. Hundred uh, percent. Where people before were a lot more constrained and had limited opportunity, where now people have more opportunity because the internet doesn't care. The internet doesn't care. It, it, the internet is dictated by what the audience pushes, right? Again, in social media, there are some now, they're, they're manipulating some of that, of what the audience chooses. But as far as the internet as a whole, the, 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 the audience is going to dictate what they want and what they don't want. 100%. And that opens up the playing field a little bit, you know? And I say a little bit because you see these companies who are manipulating certain shit and stepping in there and blocking shit and doing this was it's fucked up. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, compared to before, you have more opportunity now step up have a, to, to be able to speak to be able to have a platform to be able to gain traction a following to be able to rattle up your own your own stuff yeah 100 man it's it's curious to see where this uh thing ends up in in the courts but you know i'm i'm choosing for the, the freedom of speech side yeah first amendment baby all day all day now going into a topic to finish things off and I just thought this was pretty interesting, and I just want to bring up. But I want to talk about the uh, the former Dolphins running back, uh, Jay Ajayi. Um, he receives a settlement for the NFL insurance policy. I'm going to go ahead and read this. It says, uh, Miami Dolphins running back, Jay Ajayi, had one of the most interesting football journeys in recent memory. Um, he was born in London, uh, went to Boise State, got drafted by the, in the fifth round in 2015. And he was two and a half years with the Dolphins before being traded to the Philadelphia Eagles for a conditional fourth-round pick. And, um, and never forget that time in Miami where he rushed for almost 2,000 yards. Definitely big, big take. That's why he got into the Pro Bowl. But most importantly, going forward, um, you know, unfortunately for him, um, going into four games 
um, you know, for his first full season with the Eagles, he suffered an ACL. And the remainder of 2018, and, and he only played three games. And in 2019, he, he play, uh, played his final three games of his career. But luckily for the running back, he had taken out an insurance policy in case of a serious injury were to happen. And in that case, he would receive a maximum payout of $5 million after taxes. Uh, since he signed just a one-year contract of 805000 in 2019 after the injury, the insurance policy was supposed to kick in. However, there's now current battles going on um, that are preventing this, but there's going on, uh, I, I believe there's certain things in, in being uh, being spoken about in, in the courts and in the back end, trying to figure this whole, uh, you know, uh, payout for him and try to see what they settle for. But it looks like he's going to get something. He is going to get something out of this. He's going to settle for something. I just thought it was interesting. I wanted to bring that up. Good for him, man. I mean, the insurance companies have been screwing people for a minute, man, and this guy is able to get that money. Good luck for him if he can pull the whole amount. Well, here, I mean, here's a question now. Do you think this is going to be a wake-up call for other players? If any player, I, I, I mean, I don't know about insurance, but if you're a player, especially in the NFL, that's such a brutal sport that you're – career you know life expectancy within that sport it's so small i mean the average like three years yeah, it is three, so years. so silly of you to think that you're going to be there forever or be one of the top when you're making that money you just start moving it you start moving it start investing it insurance policy that's fine i i think everybody within that space should have that you know you should david beckham had that policy i think tom brady has it all these top athletes have and i'm sure it's probably a common thing amongst that amongst that community and those professionals to have that type of insurance. But it goes back to where is your money growing? You got to have it in investments. You got to mm -hmm. buy some properties. You got to set yourself up because one day you're, you're the guy on top. You're the king of the hill. And tomorrow you're just a commoner like everybody else. So that's, that's one, one big factor that you just said there. And that's why I'm a huge uh, believer in when your name is hot and you have an opportunity as an athlete, you need to take advantage of your name, of your name when the iron strikes. You know, because what happens is an you're an injury away from your name being from up here to being down here. And if you if you want to take full advantage, you need to do it when you are healthy, when you're in your prime, when you just came into the league, you're tearing it up. You need to do those moves to set yourself up because you don't know. Yeah, you might turn into a Tom Brady or one of these guys or an Aaron Rodgers or, you know, one of these elite athletes who have a long career, but you might not. And that might not is a, per a heavy percentage when it comes to a sport like football. So if you're not prepared, you don't look into how can I become a businessman? How can I invest in businesses? How can I put my money in places that are going to continue growing? How can I protect myself and my family? How can, I how can I create generational wealth? Because it's not playing football. And here's the thing. A lot of people don't understand this, but when you're playing a sport, you're still trading, t you're still trading time for money. It's a labor you're still doing labor work. It's not passive. You're still do you're, you're you're showing up to work and you're getting paid. So you need to grab that big payment because you're getting paid unnormally compared to more people. You're getting paid high highs amount of money. So take that payout and go put it places. Make it work while your name is hot. I think if he's able to pull it off and get the money, because think about it. And let's just go into a very small level here. Anybody who's gone through any you know, natural disaster on their property and they're trying to get an adjuster and going through the assurance process and it takes you, you got a hurricane back in 2017 and you're still trying to claim money from it. This is basically the same thing this guy is going through. He got an injury a while back and the insurance company is just sitting and yeah. sitting and sitting and sitting and it just 
hope the audience, I want them to drive this home. No one is going to bail you out. The insurance company is not going to bail you out. It's great to have it. You need to have a policy. You always have insurance. But during the meantime, when you're waiting to collect on that check, make sure you have some streams of income coming in to support you. 100%. And for all those athletes out there or people who are, who are crushing it right now, take advantage while you're hot. Take advantage of your brand, your name that you've built, the skill sets you put out there especially for somebody who's building traction or has built traction because you never know how long, how long that will last. So you need to put it out there. Go build other things with it so that we are supported just in case something does happen. So go out there, go do that. And guys, if you got value out of this segment, we would appreciate it if you like, comment, subscribe, drop a rating, leave a review because the more love you show us, the more love we can show back. Until next time on the Sweat It Out podcast.